This is episode 32 of the Chicken Charge podcast with CEO of All-in-One Security, Mary Parker. Today's guest is Liddell Hill, nutritionist to the stars. Growing up on a Tennessee farm, Hill watched his grandfather use natural remedies from sweet potatoes to tree bark to cure the common cold, to ease pain, and to heal wounds. An expert nutritionist, Hill and his company, Executive Armor, are ready to make you fit and strong and all natural. Welcome to the Chicken Charge. All-in-One Security CEO Mary Parker celebrates the success of women in the world of business and in life. Mary's own humble beginnings in rural Mississippi led her to become one of the only African-American females running a multi-million dollar security firm. She is definitely the chick in charge. Here now is Mary Parker. Good afternoon. I am Mary Parker, CEO at All-in-One Security and your host of the Chick in Charge podcast. I have with me today the lovely Sarah Smith of oh, Solution Mary. World. And, you know, we, we never forget Port. Say hello, Port. Port, please. You can give him a wave today because we're hello? recording live. <laughs> okay, thank you. And uh, so we're having a fantastic time today, and I'm so excited because our guest, Lydell Hill, is going to talk to us about health and fitness. And for those of you who've met me, do understand that is also a passion of my lifestyle as well. So, Lydell, we're going to talk first about how did you evolve? from there to where you are now. And I know that you've had some experiences with Turner and you've been in this business for 30 years. And so let's talk. Well, first of all, I would like to thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Yes, and um, it started many years ago, uh, very, very small town in Lebanon, Tennessee. Wow. Yeah, it's known as Crackle Barrel Country when I was growing Cracker up. Crackle Barrel's great. Yes, it is. <laughs> in moderation though. Right, right. <laughs> So my grandfather was a medicine man growing up in this small town, and he was the one that taught me the significance of consuming plants at the rawest form. My grandfather had probably about 200 acres of land, and at that particular time, a lot of people thought he was kind of crazy until he was until they got sick. And when they got sick, they always came to my grandfather. My grandfather always used to go out in the woods and find these different plants and brew up these particular types of teas and people used to get better. Catnip. Pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Do you remember the catnip tea? That is no. one of the things that grew as well. Continue on and I'll share Sassafras, with you why I know though. that as well. Yes. So, you know, growing up as a, as a young child, he practically raised me. I, was, I always looked up to my grandfather. He was a big, strong man. He had the Native American in him. My, my grandmother taught at Tennessee State University. She taught algebra, so she was the educated one. My grandfather couldn't read, write, or drive. Team of mules and a tractor. So me looking up to my grandfather for so many years, I wanted to figure out how my grandfather knew where to go and what to get to help people to feel better. And this was, you got to understand, I was probably in my, like 8, 10, 12, 13 years old. And I couldn't make sense of it, but I always used to sit on a wagon with my grandfather going to town. He was one of the first ones that could cross the color barrier because of what he practiced. Wow. Yeah. Interesting enough. So interesting. Yeah. My grandmother, she was really into the PTL club, 700 club. So she always used to go on 
uh, not lying like we do now, but she always used to call these and get these books, vitamin books. And I started becoming fascinated with the lifestyle that my grandmother was practicing because she was always into vitamins, but she was a reader. So I started reading her vitamin books and I was like, sweet potato, it has this particular type of flavonoid. So once I started making sense, I started trying to connect the dot to what my grandfather was, was practicing. And it just led into many years of just practicing because I always wanted to look and be like my grandfather and provide a service like my grandfather did with other individuals that was in the wow, community. What an inspiration. Really? Yeah. And it just kept growing. And then I started getting into biochemistry. And when I got into biochemistry, it changed the game. And I connected with a gentleman, Sanjay Gupta, Dr. Sanjay at CNN. Yes. And we always used to have debates on health. And by that time, I've already got enough knowledge to understand how chemical compounds work when you consume them on a molecular level. But Sanjay was very instrumental because he was the one that gave me my first kind of medical book and I started reading about chronic and debilitating illnesses because when I used to go back to the small town in Tennessee, everyone knew who Sanjay Gupta was because he's all over the television and they didn't take me serious. So I knew that I had to get the not only the validation from someone like a Sanjay Gupta, but the rest of them from Oz, all of them. So I just kept staying in the books. So for 30 years, I always get up at 3.30, I still do today, 3.30, 4 o'clock, and the read these books. The early bird gets the worm. Exactly. Wisdom, knowledge. You're exactly right. So we, Sanjay and I just started having conversations and debating on the best way to approach health. And once I started educating him, it, it, I never forget the time when his dog had cancer. And I always used to watch his dog. He had a dog named Bosco. And he used to, when he travels, he said, hey, Liddell, can you watch my dog for me? He had all these tumors all over him. So I started feeding his dog the particular types of herbs that I learned from my grandfather and certain things which are called proteolytic enzymes. Those are protein-eating enzymes that get rid of any forms of what they call exogenous proteins. Those are proteins that intrude the body. We deal with it on a daily basis, just the oxygen that we breathe because it's so toxic. So his dog started getting better. And he took it back to the vet, and he's like, the vet was like, what are you giving this dog? And it was the particular herbs that I was giving him. So Sanjay started saying, Liddell might be onto something. Wow. I created this product called Chuse. It's a chewable juice. Yes, yes, I read that. Yeah. Did and you bring samples today? No, I don't have I any samples. I, I, but, I, but I will, <laughs> you know, I will make a point to get back out here to get you guys a lot of samples of some things that I love that I've created. So I used to, I was making juice. It was interesting because I used to walk around with like raw sweet potatoes in my pocket when I first moved to Atlanta. And I'm sure you're familiar with Arden's Garden, yep. yes. where Zane yes. is the founder, the creator. <clears throat> and she used to see me eating these raw sweet potatoes. She's like, why are you eating these raw sweet potatoes? And I pretty much, edu well, not, I won't say educated, but at least let her realize that these raw essence and when you chew these particular types of plants you start the activation or the first stage of digestion to break down these complex carbohydrates so for the ones that are out there that are drinking a lot of juices start chewing some of your fruits and vegetables because right. that's the very first stage of digestion is to chew you release an enzyme called amylase that breaks down all complex carbohydrates if you don't you have you stand more of a chance of your pancreas spike in insulin, now you're going to deal with other chronic conditions that can happen to you, like type 2 diabetes. 
So it's, it's just so much information. I just started compiling and connecting the dots and learning that um, we as a society got it all wrong. My grandfather and when we turn on the television, if we watch these indigenous people walking around half nude, these are the people that really know health. We don't right. know health. Mm-hmm. So how, how did you determine what formulas worked and which ones didn't? Well, first of all, I had to mask. Uh, have to. I had to master taste, because taste. If you don't make something taste good, no one is going to try it anyways. So, I had to get it tasting, where you know people could enjoy it, like Sanjay, and he was the first one that I was kind of experimenting with. Secondly, I I had enough information and knowledge to understand that when we consume certain chemical compounds, it has a direct connection to every cell and every organ in the body to slow down any forms of premature aging. And that was another gift that my grandmother gave me because she was the first one that taught me about Genesis 129. And it speaks about these raw plants and the herbs. It's up to you to make sense with it. And there's two avenues that we can go down. We can go down the man-made quick fix or we can go and you know follow the Keep real the principles. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to interject here. You said some things that I, I absolutely have to come back to, and that is um, you were from the small town in Tennessee. I was born and reared in a very small rural town in Grenada, Mississippi. And we grew everything we ate, and everything ate what we grew, meaning all the animals that we were farming ate our leftovers. Mm-hmm. So that was a continuous cycle. But my grandmother always said to us that what didn't matter what bothered us. It was merely a stone, the healing was merely a stone throw away from where we were. That was one thing. The other thing was, it's probably in the kitchen in the kitchen cabinet. But she was speaking of the herbs and mm-hmm. all the things that they had grown outside. Right. But I, you were talking earlier and I mentioned the catnip. Well, most of the babies in our community were delivered at home. And whenever the babies came and had the colics and different other childhood developmental um, um, dis- discomforts, mm-hmm. I'll say, we always, she would always go out to the trees and pull, we called it the green stuff, from the tree, <laughs> came back, boiled it, and we drank it. But those were natural teas. Those were things that really, really um, helped with our healing. And, you know, the things that I really, really want to talk with you because I'm transitioning to holistic healing as opposed to using chemically imposed uh, treatment plans. And, um, and so I'm really, really into that. My grandfather was very, very intricate in my life as well. He was also growing and brewing, but he was the moonshine man, not the medicine <laughs> man. So I wanted to share that with you. And um, here's another question. Do you, did you ever think you would fail in the things that you're doing now? You know, <clears throat> for me, it started at a very early age, and I always had dreams and visions, and I couldn't understand why when I went to bed at night and I woke up, I kept seeing myself helping people with their health. I couldn't get away from it, and I've tried many years to get away yeah. from it. Even when I, I moved to California, I'm like, I want to do something else with my life. I don't want to tamper around with plants and help people with their health. But I got tired of fighting. And then when I <laughs> that got was your it, gift, man. Yeah, right. when I got into a really good relationship with God, then that's when I realized that 
it's meant for me to do what I'm doing. Yeah, I like to share with people, when God has anointed you for a thing, it's not going to be done until you do it. So thank you for adhering to that, because that's your purpose in this world, is to save lives through what God has created right. to give us long life. You know, the stuff that we're eating and times, little rest that we're getting and all of that is playing a very, very intricate part on the breakdown of our health in such a young age. Would you say that? Absolutely. Okay, okay. Absolutely. Um, what about client relations? I know you were talking offline, you and Sarah were talking about different people at Turner and you know, you've mentioned Sanjay Gupta several times. What about those type of relationships and how did you, how did you get there? Lots of reading and lots of praying because for me, I had to pray even more so because I kept getting pulled in the direction of learning what I wanted, what my grandfather was practicing. But when I saw certain words like glycosaminoglycan, which is an enzyme, and I just couldn't quite understand it. I don't know if you've ever really gotten into biochemistry, but I didn't really know it. It was so many facets for me to learn in order for me to help an individual with their health not only the biochemistry i had to learn the makeup of a human body then i had to learn about diseases and how to prevent these particular types of diseases just by consuming these natural products so it's been a long journey for me um i just you know just stay true to it because when you pray and ask god if some if there's something that you don't understand or you don't see the vision he'll give it to you he absolutely will. He will give I'm it to you. I'm a believer. I'm a very You just got to be patient. You do. Patience and that's what we lack, right? Hard. Especially in this society. Right. Is we want everything right now. It's when we want it. It's hard. Not when the plan is for us to have it. So I thank you for that. You, you're you're really sharp. Sharp young man. And thank you're you. sharing a lot with us. Now, can we transition a little bit into the physical fitness and how and why that is so important for, for us working people especially? Well, you know, I, I'm a, I'm gonna give you a tiny story. We love my stories. mom, my mom, <laughs> my mom. Thank you. My mom has probably about 125 acres, and it's, you know, it was handed down from my grandfather. And she's got ride mowers and bush hogs and weed eaters. So every time I go to Tennessee, which is a, a five-hour drive, she, you know, it's not like the yards nowadays my mom's yard is like huge so what i do upon myself just to stay physically fit i go and i get old tools that my grandfather used to use at some antique like a live and ledge i don't know if you know what it is where you have <laughs> yes. to instead of using a weed eater yeah you know fixing post holes having a post hole where you have to constantly physically you know work your body right and i think at this day and age we have lost what our ancestors had and that's being physically active right and putting in the quality nutrients that is required we we're very sedentary so our bodies start atrophying getting stiff and i believe that we need to just do things get out and walk stand at your desk work you know be mobile because if you don't you're going to start having some form of circulation problems Wow, that was a great tip. Yeah, and um, absolutely. So, how important is it for us to start our day or end our day with exercise, as it relates to the work and the things, the business of our day? 
It's very, very important because not only does it get your blood flowing, and I will add to that as well, always drink tons of water, especially in the mornings. You know, I, I think to, in today's society, we are in such a rush, we don't really drink a lot of water, but water is so important because our bodies are about, muscles are like 80%. Most females need at least, I mean, their bodies are like 45%. 45 to 50%, so they need to be consuming a great deal of water, so, such as a man. He's, he's about 50 to 60 or 70% water. Water alone will help flush these toxins out. Right. And we are accumulating toxins on a daily basis. So it's very, very important that that's the best way to start your day because it helps with the elimination process. Yeah. You know, Mary, when um, he was such an easy guest, because when I went out to, to get him from your beautiful lobby, I almost, I said, do you, would you like a glass of water? <laughs> and he had a gallon in his lap. I saw like that. Drinking I saw the, that. You know, drinking the gallon of water, which, yeah. Yeah. So I, and, you know, to that point, <laughs> oftentimes there's a standard a number of ounces of water you should drink based on your weight. Right. Um, but I would like to share with our, our, our audience one of the ways I ensure that I get my water. I don't drink as much once I get to the office, but I do. I take three bottles of water up every night, and they're usually 90-ounce um, uh, sizes. Mm -hmm. I'll drink one before I go to bed. Mm -hmm. Then I'll drink another bottle throughout the night. And I drink the third bottle as I'm getting dressed once I get up during the day. Nice. And I know you. that if I don't have time during the day or take time to drink right. my water, I, I, I have my consumption. And you're absolutely correct. When, when I don't drink my water, I feel it yeah. instantly. Yep. And that is the one thing that will energize me absolutely. more than anything yep. else. Lots of people say it's coffee. It's really the caffeine. Right. But for me, it's water. And that's pretty much all I drink during the week. Is Do you know why? No, I don't. Because it distributes nutrients to every crevice in the body, oh. the brain. Think about it. Your brain's about two and a half pounds, requires about 25% of the body's energy. If it's not getting an adequate amount of nutrients, especially magnesium, which is a huge deficiency in this country, magnesium. Most magnesium, the most abundant amount of magnesium is found in the brain. So if you don't want any forms of early signs of brain abnormalities, it's extremely important to drink tons of water so it can carry these nutrients. That is an absolute making that, a note. That was a nugget. That was a true nugget. Mm -hmm. Now you know we've got all kinds of to the water point. We've got all kinds of water on the market today. Bottle this and bottle that. Yeah. If I was going to choose a type of water, would you recommend that it was a pH level of X? How, how would you go about defining what is good water? Well, they call me nature's man, by the way. So I believe in sticking to the basics. If you want, if your body pH is off, because it's supposed to be 7.35 to 7.45, to me, it makes more sense to consume something natural like plants, because plants will bring your acidity, take the acidity level down and bring your alkalinity up. And understand this, and I will get to that point. When your pH balance is in check, that is how you slow down any forms of chronic or debilitating illnesses because all diseases are a pathogenesis relatively to the inflammatory process in the body. So your body goes to an inflammatory state and diseases are formed when your body is very acidic. Mm -hmm. Me, I drink a lot of distilled water because it has zero in it. A lot of times people are like, well, you know, you're drinking distilled water, it's no minerals, it's not. 
why would you want to get your minerals from water anyways? You get it from your plants. From plants. Right. Wow. Well, I know what I'm going to do with the bag of sweet potatoes that my sister brought me the <laughs> other day. They were just sitting right by the counter. I've tried to give them away. I love them, but I like to bake them. Now I'm going to start slicing those and putting them in a baggie and chew on those That's throughout excellent. the day. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, this is great information. We're going to have you back. It's we a have lot to. more that I want to talk about. And now that I know more about the topic matter that we'll discuss, I will have some very pointed questions that I know will also enhance the lives and the lifestyle of our listening audience, especially Absolutely. our women, because they're so busy doing so many things and meaning so many things to other people. And I have one final question. Yes. Immediately, I noticed the piece you're wearing around your neck. It's beautiful. You shared it with me. Would you just give us a quick synopsis of what that is and how we could get something like that? Well, I my friend made this, and this is from California. He, he lives out in California. This is more for, like, protection. And I'm supporting small businesses. And... Um, like I said, stated earlier, I, lo I lost the paperwork that talked about all the symbols. But, you know, and it could be just psychological for me, but when I take it off, I feel that it's not here anymore. Something is it, missing. Yeah. So I, I just I keep it on at all times. Wow, I noticed that on your picture on the website as well. Lydell, thank you so very much for being here, and thank you for the contributions you're making to Long Life. Thank you. As well. Thank you. We'll be in touch with you. Thank you so much. Uh, and one other thing, can you tell our audience how they can reach you? Yes, you can reach me at Executive Armor. That's A-R-M-O-R.com. And for the ones that are listening, if you put in or type in my name, Liddell, L-A-D-E-L-L, -L, on the code, you get 50% off your first purchase. Oh, nice. Go. Very Thank good. You. Thank you so much. Perfect. And finally, we are offering. I'm going to do that. <laughs> we are offering uh, for our listeners who will send us a note today a, a an autographed copy of my book, The Chick in Charge. So keep them rolling because I've got a whole box setting here and we will send one out to each person who respond to this request. Again, thank you for listening. It's not over. <laughs> we just got to go for now. But stay tuned. Subscribe to The Chicken Charge at thechickincharge.com. Get a free download of Mary Parker's Tips for Success, tips that'll make short work of some of today's most challenging issues facing female business owners. Thanks for listening to The Chicken Charge. <laughs>